Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and this is episode number 48 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the top 10 romantic spots at Walt Disney World, because while you can travel to Walt Disney World with many different types of groups of people, one of the most fun is to travel as a couple to the most magical place on Earth. And we know that there are so many places to enjoy at Walt Disney World and so many ways that you can look at those different areas, but I thought it would be fun to talk about those romantic spots that are the perfect location to sit back and unwind with your significant other. I did bring a few guests onto the show, which I will introduce in just a few minutes. And of course, at the end of the show, I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all of our social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. So when you go to Disney as a couple, there is a completely different element of going to Walt Disney World, of course, because in addition to wanting to have a fun, amazing time when you're with your significant other, it's you know, it could be a little bit romantic to go to Disney as well. So I wanted to talk about today some of the most romantic spots to be in at Walt Disney World with your significant other. And it was only appropriate to bring onto the show my significant other, my wife Joanna. So welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, husband. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. It's it makes sense. And we've we've done Disney together oh my since gosh. our first year together. Almost every year. Yeah, 2011, I guess. Yeah, I think it's going on 12 trips to Walt Disney World, three to Disneyland. I have One been, to Disneyland Paris. I haven't been counting. I'll, I'll go back and do the math. Um, but rather than just have the two of us talk to each other about this, I also wanted to bring on a different couple for their perspective as well. And this is a couple that is long overdue to be on my show, and that's totally my fault. But that is Brendan and Catherine Wright from Detour to Neverland. So welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having us. We're excited uh, to be on. Yeah, yeah. so excited. Uh, me too, and I, I'm happy that I was on your show, which I have to plug. I'll include the the link in the show notes. Back in what show was that? Brendan, you were the only one doing it that time. Catherine wasn't even on it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's episode like, number 21, and that's just one of those that it makes me uh, like kind of get a rash because it was just me. <laughs> I was still trying to figure it out, so I am eternally grateful for you being patient with me, kind of coaching <laughs> me through the interview. Uh, but it was still fun. Glad we put that one together. I feel like you had your act completely put together, but it's <laughs> funny you say 21 because I was on another podcast and I was also episode 21 for that podcast, which is really weird. 
So there must be something about episode 21 that's that's special. Must be. Yeah. Um, so I want to give the listeners a chance to learn a little bit more about the two of you. Um, so let's start with just hearing more about Detour to Neverland. What's your podcast about? Yeah, so our podcast is really all about anybody who's trying to jump into or they're already in the space of the Disney community, either as a content creator or a product creator. Um, so all of our stuff is interview-based, um, each episode. So we bring someone on where they're able to share kind of their story of how they got their business or their hobby up and running and, and hopefully share that knowledge and, and give people action items and tips that they can take away kind of to their own projects. So pretty much it in a nutshell. I started out the first, I don't know, 30 or 40 episodes by myself. And then Catherine came on with me after that. And I think that's when we really hit our stride. And and it's been a blast ever since. Yeah, you summed it up perfectly. I don't even know what to add to that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to give both of you the chance to add uh, some more information by having the listeners learn more about you personally and your Disney history. Um, Before I get into a question related specifically to this episode, which I'll leave as a cliffhanger, I have my lightning round questions, which Brandon, when I was on the show with you, I know we both had these lightning round questions that we came up with independently. And then we, when we were introduced to each other and listened to each other's podcast, we realized we have the same style of questions. So hopefully you're prepared because you've been asking guests this for, you know, several, several episodes at this point. Um, So let's start with your favorite park. It's, I think it's the easiest one. I'll let either one go first. first. Okay. I would have to say Animal Kingdom. Ever since I was a kid, I've been like Lion King obsessed. I was probably 10 when I found out the Tree of Life's life wasn't real. That was heartbreaking. <laughs> um, and I just love the immersiveness of it all. I'm with you. It's not many people say Animal Kingdom, but thank you for saying Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's it's the generic Magic Kingdom. There's just, I mean, it's hard to beat the feeling of walking through those gates and seeing the reveal of the castle, all of them, I would happily spend any day of the week there. But if it's one day, one park, it's Magic Kingdom for me. I think it's an appropriate answer for you because I feel like I know your other answers already, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so um, let's get to the next one then. What's your favorite attraction? Okay, I'm going to go Space Mountain. You just can't beat it. And that was another one. I guess as a kid, I was just like a naive wimp, but I probably didn't get on that ride until I was like 10 and I've loved it ever since. 10 was a big year for you. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the same for me. I didn't get on that ride until I was at least 10. Yeah. So, and Brendan? Historically, mine would also be Space Mountain. Um, Just, you can't beat, you know, how unique it is and the story of it. Um, And I know that you've had debates in the past on your show about the Disneyland versus the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but um, Magic Kingdom is definitely the superior ride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple people listening that'll be happy you said that, but we'll debate that another time. <laughs> uh, but recently, I've only rode it once, but Flight of Passage is kind of just in a league of its own at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to beat the technology. I'm hoping that it is beat by Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon, but uh, I'm positive around. it will. I mean, so, I'm not positive it will. Honestly, I'm. I'm I, I cry at the end of that ride. I think a lot of people, grown men and women, will be crying at the end of Smuggler's Run. 
It won't be yep. me though. <laughs> Having the but chance to really pilot it. Like sentimental crying, you know? Yeah. Like not like the feeling, just the like the, the joy. opportunity to yeah. ride the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And fly yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Taking it a true. step further. Um, and I think it's funny, by the way, that Catherine, you said Animal Kingdom's your favorite, and you quoted a Magic Kingdom attraction as your favorite, and Brennan was the opposite. Magic Kingdom's your favorite, <laughs> but you have an Animal Kingdom attraction to your favorite. Um, all right, what's your favorite Disney movie? Lion King. Well, yeah. Although, we've also, over the past couple of days, we've been talking a lot about Julie Andrews. So it might also be Princess Diaries, <laughs> <laughs> which is not her most known role, obviously, but. I love Princess Diaries. That's a great answer. Yep. Brendan, what about you? Um, for me, it's Peter Pan. Uh, uh, that's just, that's what I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> just always been the classic, always been the one that I fall back onto. Um, it's, it's just the perfect movie, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it's a great movie. And last but not least, your favorite Disney character? I have to say Doug from Up. Oh, that's great. He <laughs> just warms your heart every time. Anything he does... I just melt. I've loved, I've loved him ever since Up came out. I'm going to bend the rules, which I know, like, doing oh these <laughs> rounds, it's, <laughs> it's not frustrating, but you expect people to bend the rules. I'm going to say two, you know, classic, it's Simba, which is from your movie. We have some weird crossovers <laughs> going on. Simba is my all-time favorite character. But more recently, in the Marvel Universe, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> is legitimately the funniest character I think I've ever seen in a movie. I don't know why everything that Dave Bautista says, I just crack up. He is hilarious. Um, well, great answers. And why is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> uh, very different answers, too, than I've gotten on the show before, which is awesome. Um, so adding to the diversity, the flavor of podcast guests. Uh, and as I said, I did have another question specific for you because we're talking about romantic spots at Walt Disney World and you two got engaged in Disney World. So I figured it was only appropriate for you to kind of talk about how that proposal happened. Um, and perhaps I'm guessing for you that might be one of the most romantic spots you have on your list, if not the number one. But uh, I would love to, and I actually haven't heard it in a while, so I'd love to hear your, and Joanna hasn't hear it, heard it, so uh, if you could tell everybody your proposal story at Walt Disney World. Yeah, so we were talking strategy beforehand, because we've told this a couple times, and we always talk over each other and fill in with detail. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do kind of the build-up for the setup. How, the setup for how I got everything in place, and then Catherine will talk about the actual proposal, but I like to, the strategy. <laughs> it'll probably fall apart, so don't hold your breath. But um, kind of the buildup to it was it was right after I graduated from undergrad in college. We actually took a trip like the next day, like graduation was Saturday. We went down on Sunday, and I think Catherine and all of her friends thought that it was going to happen on that trip. Um, so I let them down and I did not do it on a trip. It honestly never even crossed my mind. Um, but we actually had a trip planned later, right before Catherine was going to go back for her senior year of college. And I was going to go off to grad school. We went in August, right before school started back up. But I didn't know about this trip. Brenda knew about it. I did not know about it. Yep. I'm getting there. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. So, the, yeah, the setup was Catherine didn't know this trip was going to happen. 
my parents had been talking about purchasing DVC for a while. So I kind of nudged them and pushed them along and said, you should do this at the beginning of August. That would be the perfect gateway for me to rush Catherine down for a trip, kind of a last minute thing. Um, so they went, my parents went down there, you know, I staged the call of, they said, Hey, we bought DVC. And I, what I told Catherine was, Hey, they just bought DVC and they gave them this room for a week. Like you've got to use it right now, which anybody <laughs> who's familiar with DVC, it does not work like that. At <laughs> least bit. But Catherine bought it. So that's when we just jumped on a plane, went down there. Um, yeah. And then magic kingdom, I, I made some, an advanced dining reservation at, Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, so that got us into the park when it was empty. And then, yeah, what what was your experience from there, <laughs> from the gates? So, so Brendan told me about this trip, and I had kind of anticipated that maybe it was going to happen. Because like I said, I got my hopes up the first time. Didn't happen. <laughs> so I was kind of like, okay, maybe this time. I'm like calling my friends, asking for their opinion. And he did tell me that he had this breakfast reservation. So I knew like I was going to wear something nice that day. So we ride the bus to the Magic Kingdom, and it is early, so it's still pretty empty. Um, And we're walking up to the security, and Brendan kind of pushes me through, like, oh, just go ahead. And we never do that. Like, we always just stick together. (laughs) I'm like, okay, like, la-da-da. And I'm just walking along, and, you know, then we're walking down, and we were supposed to, he told me we were going to go eat at the Crystal Palace. Cause that's like a place where his family always eats. And as we're walking down main street, it's empty. It's before the park opens. He says, let's go get a picture in front of the castle. Um, since no one's here and that'll be really cool. So I go with it. Um, and as we walk up to the castle, I see him like fidgeting, like in his backpack, he's holding like his, um, GoPro and he's like putting it on the little stand. I'm like, Hmm. Okay. Um, so we walk right up to the fast pass person next to the, um, photo pass person, not person next to the partner statue. Um, he puts his backpack down, he puts the GoPro on his little tripod down and he starts rummaging through his backpack. So it's like heart racing, like (laughs) what is going on? Like, I know that this has got to be it. And he turns around and he's holding this ring box in the shape of the castle. Whoa. So then he comes over and, you know, gets down on one knee and the whole shebang. And I'm an ugly crier, so I'm (laughs) ugly crying. And it was great. And we got pictures and it was pretty much empty. And, you know, the people clapped, you know, your typical Disney proposal. Mm -hmm. And then we went to breakfast. (laughs) Did you have Mickey Waffles? Well, we actually ended up going to... Um, Cinderella's Royal Table for breakfast. And they have Mickey Waffles there, don't they? Did they? I don't remember. I I don't, like we barely ate. I don't remember <laughs> what we ate or what happened after that, but... <laughs> it was a blur. Yeah. But then the the last kind of surprise was, of course, my parents were actually down there, and they did actually buy DVC. That was not, <laughs> not a lie. Um, but then Catherine's family flew down, and then we went to Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge that night, and they were all sitting in the lobby when we got there. And that was the the big ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I, I remember thinking like, oh, I wish my family could be here too. You know, as so we're gonna go meet Brendan's <laughs> parents, Aww. and like we walk in the doors, and there they are. Aww. That was great. And in <laughs> Disney, your wishes come true. Yes, <laughs> that was so sweet. <laughs> Pat on my back, right? You did a good job. Yes. You did a very good job. 
Um, wow, so, those details. I mean, I don't even think you could have done something like that. I could have. <laughs> I could have. But you got the morning reservation, so nobody would be there. I I had to deflect with the proposal. I did have I had it very detail oriented. All right, well that was but that wasn't, it wasn't Disney related, so neither here know. nor there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So I'm expecting that to be one of your answers, but I will let you go first because we are talking about the most romantic spots at Walt Disney World. Um, I felt like I had to be a little creative with this one, but especially because I feel like there's the typical places that people would think of. But uh, I want to start with the two of you, either one of you. Um, what's the first one on your list? So are we counting down to one or counting up to ten? Great I question. <laughs> I I, I let people do this however they want, so mine is going to be completely out of order. Um, you can go in order. I've had people go in order from 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 wow. or just as you go, so totally up to you. Oh, man. Okay. Too many well, choices, I'll go first. I'll go first, and I'll preface by saying I intentionally didn't put our proposal spot because I thought that might be too obvious. <laughs> See, this is Fair where like the overthinking comes into play. So I'll count down. So my 10 was the beach at the Polynesian Resort, just kind of like walking along there. And they have like the hammocks and everything that you can sit at. Yep. So that was my 10. Nine. You're going to do all of them or are we oh. doing one at a time? We'll oh, go one at know. a time. Well, <laughs> yeah. that, that one was one of like my top fives. <laughs> like that and beach, it was on my list. The beach of the Polynesian with the hammocks. <laughs> It was high on my list as yeah. well. Oh, okay. So that's a good one. <laughs> it yeah. is a good one. Yay me. And I was thinking specifically they have the the bench swings on the Polynesian at the beach. They also have, uh, I almost said wishes. Wow. Happily Ever After <laughs> piped in into the onto the beach. When we did that the first time, it was wishes. That's why it kind of popped into my mind. <laughs> we did that? We did that once. Huh. We were walking, or maybe we were at Ohana. Or something. Yeah. It, we were we were somewhere at the Polynesian watching, um, but I know that Trader Sam's. We were we, we could not see it from Trader <laughs> Sam's. <laughs> that did not make my list of the top ten romantic places at Disney. Aww. Top ten. We'll do we'll do lounges one time. That was work. number eleven. <laughs> that was number eleven. Yeah, but I I think it's a great answer, um, and I always love a good romantic walk at the Polynesian. So, Brendan, how about you? So my number 10 on my list is actually a bar slash lounge. <laughs> really? Is it Trader Sam's? <laughs> it is not. It is not Trader Sam's. A little too loud in Trader Sam's, I think, for it to, to fall under the romantic category is what I would think. But I said La Cava de Tequila in oh, the wow. Mexico Pavilion. That is very romantic. Is that on your list, Catherine? No, but I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because I feel like – the one time that we've been in there, it was very crowded. I don't know. It's more like a projection. Like, <laughs> I think it could be really romantic if we went there during the At right the time. the right time. Yeah. I could mm-hmm. see it. It's kind of like mood lighty in there. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the Mexico Pavilion in general can be romantic. It's always night in there. It's got that evening ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a little majestic boat ride with Donald and Ponchito <laughs> and Jose. If you want to take that, but I like, I like the, uh, you know, 
Cava de Tequila in there too. I think it's a, a great place to go and enjoy. So we're we're returning this into the top ten lounges at Disney slowly. <laughs> no, we're not. I know we have two we have two lounges and one romantic place mentioned as far as like or two romantic <laughs> places because one of them overlaps. Yes. Anyway, what's on your list? Your your ten or one or the first one that you want to say? Okay, the first one that I want to say. Go for it. We'll put, we'll go with that one. Okay. Um. This is very specific. I like it. It's very specific. <laughs> okay, when you're in Magic Kingdom, yeah, you can go by the castle, but there's the bridge to get over to Fantasyland. Yes. Right? But then on the other side, what's there? Like, the, like nothing, right? Well, there's two bridges, technically. One from Tomorrowland, no, one from Liberty one. Square. No. Okay, so the quiet one. There's like a little area with grass where you see the castle from like the side and nobody's ever over there. I know what you mean. Okay, good. I I, know what you mean. Okay. Yeah, you're talking about pretty much like the hub grass that's over by the Tomorrowland side of Cinderella Castle. Yeah, but really close to the castle. Not really, not close to the bridge really. It's closer to the castle. Yes. It's very quiet over there because it's not really a pathway. It's more like a little... Dead end. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a place that you like stumble into. Yeah, and you don't exactly. really know like why you ended up there, but it's, it is cool once you get there. It's nice because it's quiet and you still have the castle, you still have the area music. It's just a little quaint little break, I guess. See, when you said specific, really, really specific, I'm thinking it had to be on a particular day of the year at a particular time of day in a particular spot <laughs> where like the sun hits just the right angle because that does exist in places in Disney. There is a on on uh, I know it's a tangent a little bit, but on Mickey's birthday, there's a hidden Mickey that appears in uh, the under the sea queue, and it's only that day that it appears, and people go and take pictures of it on that day. It's the busiest that attraction gets is on Mickey's birthday. We haven't been there. Well, no, because we haven't been there on his birthday before. Wow. But if we were, guarantee we'll go and check that out. Um, <laughs> That could, it's be, a bucket that list could be romantic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It can be. Um, all right. So I'm going to go to something that's specific to a time, but not specific, so specific to a place. It's more of a general area. Um, and that is over at Epcot. And if you go to, I'm just realizing that we have Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Epcot. Um, when you go to the World Showcase in the evening, I feel like just about any spot watching Illuminations in the evening is romantic. And it reminds me of when the two of us went to Disney and we had, we were there in the rain. The second time? I think it was the second time. Okay. And we had, um, there's a picture of us. We, we had an umbrella um, or a friend of ours that was with us gave an umbrella, us an umbrella and we were just like huddled under the umbrella. It was a stranger, right? It was a stranger. It was a stranger. A stranger gave us an umbrella. <laughs> this was like how, eight years ago. Um, but regardless of if it's raining or if it's clear out, just anywhere around World Showcase for eliminations mm-hmm. between the ambient music, I was about to say the, 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 I'd say the candle lighting was more like the torch lighting. Um, and then of course, eliminations itself, it's just a, from the matter what angle you have, it's a romantic and beautiful experience. So that's the first one I have on my list. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. My turn again? Your turn okay, again. Okay, so I guess my next one 
is kind of, it's like a thing and a spot all at once, but the Festival of the Lion King, the can you feel the love with the birds and the trapeze and the whole thing when you're just sitting there, it's a romantic. Plus, I love the Lion King, so I think that adds to it. It's your favorite movie, just like mine. Yes. But I didn't have one on my list, and you did. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that. I love that. that. That was my honorable mention, but I'm, I'm changing it into, you know, I just... It's a good one. Yeah, you have to say yes. it. It's I, a good one. I have my list of core core answers and backups, and they shift constantly every single top ten episode. I jump <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Because I'm inspired by what other people say in the episodes. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good one, and I want to do this instead. Um, Brandon, what do you have next? My next one is also in Animal Kingdom. Ooh. And somewhere that's not very crowded normally, and it is the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Wow. That's a creative answer. Mm-hmm. I feel I you could it's like six and one half dozen the other between the Gorilla Falls and the Maharaja Trail. You know, I just think walking down those trails can be very romantic, kind of mm-hmm. jungle themed and uh, kind of secluded. So I think it's a good spot. I will say not to, this is going to totally conflict with what you said, Brendan, but uh, <laughs> I permanently have the smell of Gorilla Falls in my head from working at Gorilla Draw Safaris <laughs> because you can literally smell the gorillas from um, like a football field away. So in uh, and it's it's actually a defense mechanism, which is really kind of um, interesting because they are. I actually love gorillas. They're very docile creatures. They're not violent and they're just really beautiful. And um, that's actually a defense mechanism that they have <laughs> is their smell. But I, um, I do think it's a, just the general ambiance of the gorilla falls, um, is, is really a, a nice one. So when you've got a really bad cold, apparently when you can't, yeah, when you when can't, you can't smell, smell it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the top 10 smells another episode and maybe that'll make my list as the gorillas. <laughs> oh, I thought you did top 10 smells. No, oh. no, it's, 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 it's going to happen though. Um, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Brendan, not to completely conflict. I actually do think it's a really beautiful area, but it just reminded me of those, <laughs> those days spent working at safaris. Mm-hmm. You're up next. Okay. Um, something not specific now. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure if you'll like it, but I remember our second trip maybe first trip second or first trip to disney when we had like a 10 day yeah oh my gosh it was crazy we were there for 10 days but i don't think that we got a park ticket for all 10 days um we decided to hotel hop Mm -hmm. and we just explored a whole bunch of different hotels together and it was during the day so a lot of people weren't really there they're more in the parks and you know walking around yacht club beach club and then we um then boardwalk obviously was a quick one but then we went over to um the wilderness lodge also like we did a whole bunch of hotels that day we did that was a really cool day just doing little romantic things and i have my sherpa met (laughs) guiding you around (laughs) guiding me around showing me all the cool things about all the hotels I think that was also because you hadn't been to all the resorts before, so I thought it was cool to go to different resorts that you hadn't been to. Yes, you did think it was cool. Did you think it was cool? I just said it was... You thought it was romantic. I said it was romantic. 
That counts is for something. Sh- is Sherpa Matt for rent? Can can we rent him <laughs> to walk around the resorts with us? Oh my gosh, that, that would be great. That originated, I have to say, with my friend's dad because I before meeting Joanna had booked the trip, and it was a month after we uh, were dating. You remember my trip with Justin and his family? Anyway, so I went down with uh, my friend Justin and his family, and his dad called me Sherpa the entire trip. It's like, Sherpa, where are we going next? What are we doing? (laughs) Sherpa, what does this mean? What Can you tell me how tall this is? And he loved Disney, but he was just really a wisecracker when it came to that. He wanted to know everything and assumed I was the encyclopedia of Disney, which I don't know everything. Matt, how many how many uh, gallons in the uh, the living seas? I don't know. Yeah, well, no, we did the tour and we did find out how we many did, gallons. We did, and I forgot. But when we were on that tour, specifically about the gallons in the living seas, yep. the tour guide got it wrong, mm-hmm. and he got, we found out that he got it wrong because it was his first ever tour, and mm-hmm. there was um, what would you a supervisor on the tour with us who told us at the end, oh, by the way, I am the supervisor. This is, I forgot the actual guy's name. This is his first tour. And just so you know, there isn't this many gallons in the sea, in living seas. There's this many gallons in living seas. <laughs> and it were two crazy large numbers, like 80,000 or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Mm. Um, Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he, he was good. He did a good job he overall. He did. He really did. <laughs> Um, so I like your resort idea, so I'm going to stick with it and I am going to jump to another Magic Kingdom resort that is over at the Contemporary and the most romantic spot at the Contemporary, and it could kind of count the like tower too, is the California Grill slash top of the world lounge, depending on which tower you go to. But the view from up there is breathtaking. I love going to California Grill partially for the food, but also for the view, whether you're dining inside. And if you're lucky enough to get a view on the Seven Seas Lagoon and be able to see the view of the Magic Kingdom, and especially if you go at dusk when just it's bright enough that you can see the Magic Kingdom, but the lights are starting to come on. Um, and you can still see in the distance, way in the distance, Sex Witch Neverest. Um, or uh, actually from that side, that's all you could probably see. And then, of course, the the resorts, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian from that height. But then going outside to the, the walkways on the roof of the California Grill and looking in the distance at downtown Orlando and... Um, looking the other way at Epcot and at Disney Springs and at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and all the other resorts and you just get such a beautiful view from up there Um, and especially at night like I said and looking over the Magic Kingdom is just a really romantic spot and California Girl's delicious great place to eat whether you're a couple or a family Um, it's my favorite signature dining restaurant so is it? it is wow that's pretty a strong statement it is a strong statement I agree because I had Top of the World Lounge on my list. Not oh. So what? I'm, I'm curious because I, I lean towards California Girl. What made you lean towards Top of the World? Um, mainly because we've never been to California Girl. Mm. Uh, so that's, we now have to go. <laughs> that's a big distinguishing factor. We actually. Um, so have you ever had the lava cake there? I don't think if I have, I don't remember. Well, then so I that's maybe a bad sign. 
I know. Well, <laughs> last time we were there was 2014. So gotcha. it's been a long time. Was I over there? Yes. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, you came down to visit and we when I was working there. And we went to California Grill. Oh, California Grill. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, not yeah. top of the world. Yes. Yeah. So that's he was what asking I was asking about. You're asking about the California Grill, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I haven't. Top of the world has that uh, seven layer cake. Mm-hmm. That's kind of their signature dessert. But uh, I do think you, nowadays, pretty much everybody knows at least one person that's DVC. So I feel like a lot of people have an opportunity to go that's up true. there. So I, I almost felt bad for saying it because it is an exclusive area. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more and more people are getting up there. But the view itself, I think, is what makes it romantic. Yeah. I've been trying to like think about things that you really don't have to spend any extra money on. But it's hard sometimes. It is. And you can really go all out with spending money at Disney. Oh, yeah. For and romantic having... spots and mm-hmm. So I'm trying to stay away from spending money, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Unless I was like, you know, you sit at the bench in, in Liberty Square and, and look at the, the riverboat Oh, look by. at the ducks. Look at the ducks. <laughs> oh, the ducklings. They are so cute. Do you remember that day that we spent like a 30 minutes looking at the ducks? It was recent. Where were we in Disney? I'm pretty, sure, my memory. I'm pretty sure we're in Magic Kingdom um, by think, Adventureland. Oh, no, no, no. I remember now. It was in Epcot. Are you sure it wasn't Adventureland in Magic Kingdom? It could have been Adventureland, because but I remember, I remember being in Epcot, too. <laughs> I remember looking over on one side of the bridge. Okay, this will be... I'm cutting in. I'm sorry. This is a romantic spot looking at the ducks. <laughs> looking on one side of the bridge and looking at all the little ducklings. Yeah. And then they swam under the bridge, and then I ran over to the other side of the bridge to look at the ducklings. Oh my gosh, they were so cute. So that can actually be your right answer, is looking hey, oh, at ducklings. Of course I'm right. Looking at I know. ducklings. <laughs> it was very romantic. <laughs> any, any place at Disney. But yeah, Magic Kingdom, they do go, they do go under the bridge along the, the moat. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I cut in. No, that's all right. I think Catherine oh, was up next. <laughs> so I guess if I was going to stick with hotels... I would say my top romantic hotel would be um, Port Orleans Riverside. You took one I of I love, <laughs> like, the old style of houses, like, all the, just the flowers. We stayed there when we got engaged, so that maybe that's why, too. Yeah. But the flowers and the gardens and the trees, like, it's just so, like, old southern. Like, I loved it. Yeah. I'll... I'll jump in here because mine was actually French Quarter. Um, I've I've stayed at both Riverside and French Quarter, and I'll agree the grounds of Riverside are much nicer. They're very beautiful, the flowers. Um, And the fountains. And the fountains. But French Quarter has some fountains too. And I, especially on our last trip, realized how romantic it can be because we saw, and I had heard about this but never seen it with my own eyes, a horse and carriage going through the cobblestone streets of Port Orleans French Quarter in the evening with a candle lit um, at the horse, like at where the where the driver is for the horse. Um, and I know that they don't just do French Quarter. They do a sort of loop around Riverside and French Quarter. But that was one of the things I had on my list as sort of a romantic spot slash activity. The spot itself is in the carriage, but uh, <laughs> the activity is the, the the horse and buggy ride um, through Port Orleans. So I, but I, I love Port Orleans too. So um, I was just piggybacking off of Catherine. But Brendan, what's the next one on your list? 
Next one on my list is sort of specific because you have to go at the right time of year, mm. but it is the butterfly garden for oh. flower and garden. That is such a great answer. Don't interrupt him. I'm sorry. It's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's one of those things, like, especially as a male, like you don't think that you're going to be excited to do it, but once you get in there, I mean, it's beautiful. It is fun to see the butterf- the butterflies in their different stages of life and everything that goes along with that. So it's one of those spots that we always like to take our time and kind of peruse in there, um, even though it is a really small area in itself. That's funny that you said that because I think on one of our first dates to like the Chattanooga Aquarium, they had butterflies because I vividly remember a picture of like a blue butterfly like on your elbow. <laughs> So, so that's hilarious. So butterflies are important to us somehow. Yes, somehow. Aww, yeah. I do love that answer. I, I really enjoy the Flower and Garden Festival. It's been a few years since we had the opportunity to go, but that was a time of year we used to always go was during the Flower and Garden Festival because it was at the end of the school year for college, but not the end of the school year, at least not in the Northeast for uh, public schools. So it was never that crowded, never that hot in florida um and i always did enjoy that butterfly exhibit too haven't seen it in a while but uh i did really enjoy the butterfly exhibit Mm -hmm. so one of these years when we get back for flower and garden i know we're going to check it out uh Mm. but i really like that answer it's actually i'm starting to think brendan i might have to add some answers now as i'm as i'm jogging my memory with uh (laughs) festivals yeah yep um, but Joanna, what's next on your list on um, the fly or from your written list? <laughs> from my written list, I have one here. Um. <laughs> She's not looking at anything just to clarify for those listening or like what she's looking at, just looking at the table and there's nothing written on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you know, it's, it's nice to have, um, the piggyback with another couple in this yes. podcast. I'm really enjoying it. This one. Um, so basically this can go one of two ways. So you can be on the boardwalk and you got to spend like $20 and you can get the bicycles, the tandem bikes, um, which is really cute to look at, but not really cute to do because it is really hard to do that. At the boardwalk. Yes. So this is. Have you done it? Yes. Yes. But not with him. (laughs) (laughs) I also have have been on the tandem bikes, but not but not with her. The tandem bikes are very difficult to pedal. They're very because the more people you have on the bicycle that are not pulling their weight, that just means that you're pulling their weight. But if you have somebody that can pull their own weight, and you can pull your own weight yourself then it, it is really great to do something like that because you get the wind in your hair and you get just the two of you on the little bike and then everybody you can ring the bell and everybody's looking at you and you can wave. That's cute. And there was something about the challenge of having to go uphill. No, not to me. That, that, that's the hard part. We just turn around and then go back, kind of go back and forth in the same little spot. But that is, yeah, it can be very romantic. And you're right, it's a totally different dynamic when you have a family. I always remember seeing and still do, you know, Parents like screaming because their kids are about to run guests <laughs> over. <laughs> Watch out, ringing the bell. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's great. I'm actually going to stick with Boardwalk because Boardwalk was one of the answers that I had. And there's, I have a couple of specific spots, so I'm going to just call out one of them, especially in case someone else has another spot on here. But uh, it will also lead into a story. So, uh, and you might know where I'm going with this, but there is a romantic spot at the boardwalk that is technically halfway between the boardwalk and the International Gateway to Epcot. I know where you're going with this. Yes, and that is a (laughs) gazebo that overlooks Crescent Lake. Uh, You can see the boardwalk off to your left, Yacht and Beach Club kind of forward and off to your right. And it's a spot where when I've passed and just going there as a a local cast member, I would see couples renewing their vows or very small ceremonies there. But when my sister's now fiance um, was looking to propose to her in Disney, he turned to me for advice because he had been there once in his life and didn't know it well. So that was, of all the places we discussed, I gave him a lot of different options based on what he was looking for, the type of experience. And he ultimately chose, of course, where he wanted it. Um, But that was a top contender for a spot. And uh, especially at sunset, it's a gorgeous location. And the lighting is right for those proposal shots um, at sunset. So it's, uh, even if you're not there for a proposal, just as a couple Joanna Deere Point walking around the boardwalk. It's a really great place to just kind of stop and enjoy. And it is a little secluded. It's off the path a little bit. So um, you kind of feel like you have a little area to yourself until another couple or family walks in there too. But it's a, it's a gorgeous view, nice secluded area, um, and really nice at sunset. Uh, so that's a place I recommend for a romantic spot. I thought about that one. I didn't put it on my list, but I thought about it because we saw – a wedding ceremony happening there last time we were there, right? We were on one of the boats and I hate riding the boats, but we rode the boat (laughs) and we could see it. And I was actually happy to be on the boat because they had like the carriage with the white horses and the coachman. And it was really cool. I'd never seen that. Yeah. Those people went all out and even our, our, Ferry boat skipper? Is that what he's called? Captain? I think he's a captain. First mate? I think he's a captain. <laughs> um, he even pointed out that that was very rare to see the full carriage. And I think they had... All the, like, attendants. But it was, like, half a dozen horses or something? Yeah, like, it, it was, was more a than big two. production. Wow. Half a dozen horses. So they had, like, Cinderella's carriage. Yeah. yeah. Like, the yeah. real carriage. It's, it appeared so. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Um, so I think Catherine, you're up next. So this one, since we've talked about the boardwalk a lot, that was on mine. And I said, you get bonus points for ample Hill. Cause I'm an ice cream fan. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but to go kind of somewhere different to switch it up a little, I'm going to say the haunted mansion doom buggies, because I think they're perfect for like cuddling and like hand holding <laughs> like you go backwards you know and you're just kind of like sitting there and it's cold so you're not hot and it's just a like a nice one. little spot and you're and you're watching a murderous bride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's after that so that's yeah. you know, that's gone that's out you're of your so mind right. you're just you're just so kind right. of reclining and it's a little odd but i thought it was a key, I, I don't know no no yeah. i was i was thinking of one too i was thinking of the seas with nemo 
Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. that was what I was going to say in this round. So. That type of Omnimover vehicle is on my list of honorable mentions or backups. Um, so you're not alone in that thought. It's it's absolutely a, a romantic uh, like seat that to sit in. Um, perfect for two people. Um, I've seen three people squeeze in, but it's a little tight with three people, three adults at least. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a great answer, and I love especially the haunted mansion is like dark and um, it's a classic <laughs> attraction, so it's a fun ride. Yeah, yeah, and the living seas and the living seas too. Yes, I yeah, like that one too. That was mine. And and the other the other shell based vehicle is no, under don't the say sea. It. Don't say it. Well, Jen, Jen's not here. Under the sea. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. Um, with Brenda, Nemo, I feel like you get bonus points because a lot of times you'll be in a shell, like, and there's 20 shells in between you and the next person because yeah. nobody's ever on there. It's sad but true. Yeah. Because those 20 shells are broken. <laughs> I do. I have to say, this is kind of a small thing, but um, I do like when either the Haunted Mansion or the Seas, when the Omnimover turns in such a way that you can't see anybody else. And then it, if it like stops there, that's one of my favorite things. Cause you feel in addition to just like being the two of you, you do feel like you have the place to yourself a little bit. Um, I was like when it, it, it's such a, like, again, such a small thing, but I do like when those attractions stop because you know that they stop often, um, stop in a place where you cannot see any other guests. I think it's uh, a really cool little, position to be in um to just feel like you have the the mansion or the seas to yourself for a minute yep every time we're on haunted mansion and we start going back down you know backwards into the graveyard scene i'm thinking please stop please stop please (laughs) take a little nap yeah Yeah, you you can't see anybody else so i i like that yeah my favorite place to stop on that ride is by the the big dining room Oh, so the ballroom can, scene. Yeah, yeah you, so can you can look at everything. You can like look over and like see everything that's happening. And like, oh, I never noticed that. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, Brendan's turn. Yeah, Brendan, you're up. So next one, it is a spot, but it's also an activity, and it is riding the Walt Disney World Railroad. Nice choice. So I I do think that maybe my mindset is a little weird about this. No, because I do think. I'm romantic about it because Walt was so romantic about it because I know that he loved railroad so much. It makes me love it. Um, so I think it's like a, a, a perfect magic kingdom day has a full loop around the magic kingdom. Yeah. Although not currently, but right. soon it's coming back soon. Yeah. And it did. It's not weird. Cause it actually crossed my mind. I didn't, I didn't end up putting it on my list, but I did think about the Walt Disney world railroad as a romantic spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking the TTA, too, Yeah, can be a romantic spot, especially when you have an entire car to yourself. Yes, <laughs> if you're so lucky. Now, these days, the people mover gets 20-minute waits routinely, yeah. which I love. I love that it's getting that attention, but I also frankly don't understand because for the longest time, it was a walk-on or two-minute wait, and then I think it's had this resurgence. It might be the T-shirts. Meet me at the uh, or have my people call your people. I think that's a T-shirt. <laughs> it, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, it's something. It's something about the attraction, and I really don't know what it is. But it's it's seen this resurgence in popularity, which is awesome. But at the same time, I now have to consider waiting twenty minutes to ride the People Mover, which I never had to do before. <laughs> and yep. it means you rarely get a car to yourself now, that's which 
that's that's the only you know the only big downside. But they need those weights to justify keeping it, so I'm okay with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, was people move for next on your list, or did you have another one? I mean, I, I could yeah. have another one. Yeah, that's all right. It's because you're kind of piggybacking off of Brendan's. You know, it's hard to say. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm piggybacking <laughs> off everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say exactly what the best thing to say is here because. Yeah, maybe people are going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to think, oh, the most romantic spot's in Disney. That's where I can propose to my girlfriend. But we're not talking about, like, spots for proposal as much as spots that you're just relaxing. And so the next one that was on my list, again, was not really a proposal spot. That would be interesting if you proposed here. But Well, I mean... I don't know who would propose on the Haunted Mansion or the Railroad either, so... <laughs> well, like I, like but I said... But we, we will do another episode at some point, maybe in like a couple of years, <laughs> about <laughs> top 10 proposal spots. Proposal spots. Um, so the one that I was thinking about, and you, you're you not going to like this, but I like it. Um, I'm looking at Matthew. <laughs> I have an idea now, but go ahead. It is... Um, oh, well, that's something different. Never mind. The, the cabins on Mission Space? <laughs> no, no. Um, when you when you're waiting in the um, the queue for it's tough to be a bug. That entire queue, because most of the time it's very it's very secluded because you're covered by the roots of the tree and you just see the different animals in there. And I like that feeling of being enclosed and then going deep into the tree and then being in the room with the tree and you hear all the um the bugs singing their renditions of all the the famous disney songs although it's really loud in there sometimes with all the people waiting i really like it in there why wouldn't i like this answer because I didn't think that you liked it's tough to be a bug no no i do, i love it's tough to be a bug there's two things there's two answers you could have said that i would have not enjoyed Power one of terror oh okay because that was also there Okay. Uh, Anything is really it's a one category. Something that gets me motion sick is the only category that I would not like. Like oh, like you know, being on a boat and it's just rocking back and forth (laughs) for a solid twenty minutes outside the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Teacups at full speed. (laughs) Teacups full speed. Super romantic. The faster, the more romantic. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that would not be on my list of romantic places. But I love that answer if it's tough to be a bug. Because I'm like you. I like those places where you feel like you're um, secluded or that you're in not just secluded without any other people, but um, enclosed in an experience yeah. that makes you feel like you're somewhere else. Yeah, that's that, really what it is. That to me is, is romantic as well. Um, oh, I can't believe I forgot this one. I'm looking back. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of this from memory, but I look back to my list and uh, there is an attraction that is a spot that I think is very romantic, and that is at Epcot, Impressions de France. Mm. Do you mean the the, the movie? Oh, the movie in the movie in the movie Impressions de France because the classical music and the French countryside, the dim lighting, the French accents from the cast members, it makes you feel like you're in Paris. So that is a romantic spot for me. Um, I can see that one. Yeah. 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 And it also inspires you to want to take a trip, or at least me, maybe not everybody, but it inspires me to want to take another trip to France. <laughs> we would like to take a trip to France. <laughs> or yeah. I would. Brendan's been. I haven't. Worth worth going. Um, I have to say, they need to, 
think about adding a movie in the Italy pavilion because I could see everybody wanting to go to Italy after uh, after that mm. too. Although the food yeah. is probably the experience there. Yeah. Um, authentic Florida Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catherine, what do you have next? So I think what are we up kind to of, anyway? I don't know. I'm losing, I'm just going until we run out of ideas. I think yeah. I go up to like six or seven left. Five yeah. left. There's no way. But anyway, um, I'd say sticking with like the immersiveness. I think Pandora specifically, like at night. Oh yeah. Be super romantic, um, just because like the lights. Like I love like the mood lighting kind of things, and it's you know. Not that you're by yourself by any means, because it's still going to be crowded, but just like the forgetting where you are and everything around you, Pandora at night. <clears throat> yeah, that's a fantastic answer. I love Pandora. Yeah. My, my favorite new land. Up until Galaxy's Edge opening, I have a feeling that's going to that's gonna be Pandora for me. So you're still Team Pandora over Toy Story Land? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be blunt about it. I am. The difference. Yes. The difference for me is that most of Toy Story Land is outdoors, and I like indoor experiences. So that's why Pandora beats it for me, and also Flight of Passage is there. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I, I didn't know there was teams, but I would prefer to be in Pandora <laughs> over Toy Story Land. Um, but yeah, I still love Toy Story Land. Uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. What's next on your list? My next one is sort of off the wall. I'm so proud I thought of it. But it's Lazy River at Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, that's a okay. great answer. I didn't even think about the water parks. Wow. So I wow. think I think sticking with the theme that you said, Joanna, of relaxing, yeah. I think that that definitely fits that theme. It can become, I guess, a little less romantic if you have, like, kids swimming underneath you or <laughs> Like, the waterfalls. Like, I hate, I wish you could just have a lazy river without, like, all the water effects because you have to, like, duck over to the side to not. Yep. I mean, you're in water, but who wants yeah, to Yeah, God get... forbid you get wet in a water park. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's a good spot. Um, yeah, especially if you can get in a off-peak time and just kind of float around without having to navigate very much mm-hmm. yeah typhoon lagoon is uh, have you been to typhoon lagoon no i've been to typhoon lagoon but not during operating hours I've, i was there for that they have uh, cast member events at typhoon lagoon so that was my one because I, I my family never went to water parks um at disney or elsewhere and i didn't go on the college program but they did have an after hours party for cast members which was a lot of fun because uh, I got to walk around Typhoon Lagoon and go into the pools and just check everything out. You couldn't do the attractions there, but it was uh, it made me realize how amazing Typhoon Lagoon is from an Imagineering perspective. Uh, it's a really intricate water park. Um, I haven't seen Blizzard Beach in person. So that's still on my list. I'll have to get there at some point. But uh, yeah, Typhoon Lagoon is great. And Lazy Rivers in general are just a lot of fun. Um, but Catherine, I can understand, like, you know, you're, you're, you have your head back, you're got your eyes closed <laughs> and then just this like, well, gush of water. Gush, just yes. <laughs> yes. It makes right it less relaxing. So that I'm always the navigator of 
Don't let Catherine get hit by a water. Yeah, he has to like push me to the side, or, and then we have to get back together, and Aww. it's a whole production. Yep. You see, with us, I would be pushing Matthew into the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for him, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Um, what's next on your list? I kind, of, I kind of already touched on it. Um, Tower of Terror. That's romantic. Yes. Okay, I want to. I want to hear. It. I want to hear why. Because you're in this old timey hotel, and you got the nice music that's really from the twenties. It's just so cool and peaceful until, of course, you know the attraction itself. But everything leading up to it, I like it. I mean, I love Tower of Terror from an Imagineering point of view. Um, it's funny. I, I see so your reasoning. I have a different answer, but. I'm going to give the exact same reasoning. So my answer is the Grand Floridian, the lobby, and the evening. Because when you're there in the evening, it's beautiful and relaxing. It has the old architecture. Um, (laughs) And when you're there in the evening, they have a jazz band Mm -hmm. and orchestra playing music from the 20s. Yeah, but they're not not actually playing music from the 20s. They're playing music of the 20s, not from the 20s. You're right. There's a difference. (laughs) They're, They're not ghostly figures echoing <laughs> from the past as was referenced that's in episode 42 ro- and 45 that's very romantic i think it is i think the I music would, is too if I they mean, had the tip top club uh from <laughs> tower of terror i love that sorry go ahead it yeah it makes me think about being at the hotel in its heyday okay and that would be very romantic too do you know what i mean like i want to sit down and go play mahjong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, I think the Hollywood Tower Hotel is would be a romantic destination. Yeah, in its heyday. Yes, yeah. um, but um, it's definitely an interesting answer. I would have never thought of Tower of Terror. <laughs> and the gar- like the gardens outside. It's like you're thinking about when you're walking through it. You're thinking about the passage of time and what happened to this place, and it was so beautiful. And then what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I like that when you, it really makes you think and makes you feel. <clears throat> it can make you appreciate what you have. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, for the same reasons, I, I, I thought the Grand Floridian lobby. But I, I like also that you can sit in the lounge, not the lounge, the lobby downstairs. They have a lot of places to sit. Um, and like I was saying, especially in the evening uh, when the band is playing, and they all they'll often play tunes from different Disney movies. And if there's if the the orchestra is not there, the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, they do have often a um, cast member in a like full tuxedo playing the piano, which is also really nice. Um, so I I went there as a kid a lot. But as an adult, um, as a couple, it could be a really romantic place, especially after a long day at the Magic Kingdom. Take the monorail over to the Grand Floridian and just kind of sit there and, and relax and enjoy the ambiance. Um, for me, it's a romantic spot. So, Grand Floridian was on my list as well, the mm-hmm. lobby specifically. And I did tie an activity to it. Ooh, go somewhat. on. Last time we were there, it's the funniest thing. We were sitting there to just recharge, like you said, yep. after a hot day. I think it was raining, actually. Yeah. So we were hiding out in there. And a group of older ladies came in, and they were having book club in the Grand Floridian Lobby. And That's the perfect place this for This is club. life goals. Yeah. <laughs> right here. 
So I think that would be extremely romantic just to go spend an afternoon listening to the music, relaxing, yeah. playing cards or reading, reading a book, a book yeah. whatever it might be. I'm going to plug yeah. for Disney now if they're listening. If they, because they're opening the Beauty and the Beast Lounge to make that book club an official book club and call it Bell's Book Club. Ooh, that is a good idea. I'll have to reach out to my marketing contacts and plug that idea <laughs> in their head. Um, you have marketing contacts? I was on the marketing team there. Oh, that is true. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't contact them about any ideas, but uh, that's one I'd be willing to give away. I think it would be fun. Um, so who's next? Catherine, you're next, right? Yeah. yeah. So I guess since you mentioned Beauty and the Beast, my next one would probably be um, Beast's Castle. So specifically like going in there and getting to eat for dinner, I think just because it's so immersive, I mean, it's like you're in the fairy tale and what could be more romantic than that? Like it is, it's Mm -hmm. the mood lighting and it's dark. And I think everything that they've done in there is so just beautiful and detail oriented. So I think that's a pretty romantic place to eat dinner. I can't believe that didn't even cross my mind. But what? you're absolutely right. That crossed my mind, but I figured somebody else would say it. And, and you're right. <laughs> Catherine said it. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it is beautiful in there. What's your favorite room? It's got to be the ballroom. Is it the ballroom? Right? It's the ballroom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've never been there. I know. We need to get you but in there. But everybody says how romantic it is and how, like, you're so in the ballroom. You feel like you're dining in the ballroom. You're actually there. Yeah. And it's always snowing, which... It Which never, adds to it. It does add to oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. It's snowing outside. Oh, you ruined it for me if I ever go there. <laughs> well, we need to get you there. It's not, trust me, it, didn't, it doesn't ruin it. <laughs> Just a cool special effect. Um, it does make you feel like you're transported there. But that's that's a great answer. Um, yeah, and it's it's great for dinner especially uh, with, the, with the price fix three-course meal. <laughs> <laughs> Got to try the gray stuff. It's delicious. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the lava cake at, at the California Grill, but I do remember the uh, <laughs> the gray stuff at Be Our Guest Restaurant. I guess um, that speaks volumes. It yeah. does. It does. And it, that also was 2014, the last time I was there. So <laughs> about the same time period. Um, Brenda, what do you have up next? I only have a few left on my list that have not been taken yet. Um, but one is kind of a little tucked away spot back in the France Pavilion, which you mentioned already, but kind of back there next. I don't know the name of the ice cream shop, but back there next to the ice cream shop, um, you know, there's benches. You can sit back there look out over, you know, if there's topiaries or you can see the Eiffel Tower. I think it's just a, a great little hidden spot. Like, there are so many of them in World Showcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't even know it was there for the longest time. I think we just, like, randomly stumbled upon it. Because we weren't much for, like, exploring the countries, and I know that's probably bad until <laughs> recently, but that was, like, a cute little spot. Yeah. Yep. I, I, had a, I had a few uh, cute little spots in the countries. I was going to name a few of them right now because I, I don't know if that's – I don't know if that's okay – if I name like a few little places that are in the World Showcase, yeah, that's fine. And by the way, the, the place I, I, I never I, I know how it's spelled, but I never know how to pronounce it because it's in French. Can you pronounce this? Um, I would have to really practice this. Okay, it's like Le Artisan de Glaces. It's like something mm. like that. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'm mixing up my French and my Spanish. I'm pretty sure it means like art 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 
artistic or arts like ice Art- cream shop or something. <laughs> the artisans. <laughs> I, I do not speak French. I apologize to any of the French-speaking listeners out there. But that's that's the place. That's a great answer too. <laughs> I'm excited for the Ratatouille attraction to open. Not for the ride because it made me very motion sick, but for the extra expansion to the pavilion. I think Ooh, that's going to yes. be yes. really amazing. I want to walk around. <laughs> I always joke I'm going to be enjoying food while everybody else is enjoying the attraction because I'm very excited for that expansion. Yeah, that's not a joke. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty valid. Yeah, I mean, but every, it's a joke because everybody is excited for the ride. I'm excited for the, the food. And the expansion. And the expansion right. to walk around and I'll look at every single detail in there. Agreed. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I have three places in mind. Um, the first one, we we were just there. Um, when we were down in February. Yes. Um, it's by, it's in the Canada Pavilion, and it's right at the oh. top of the, okay, it's right at the top of the stairs before you start to go down into the O Canada film. And right at the top of the stairs, you kind of have this vista where you can see the lagoon, you can see some like little floral um, flowers everywhere, and it's just very peaceful because it's right by that little waterfall that comes by with the rocks, right by O Canada. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Uh, it's on the, my list to see the O Canada, <laughs> that little area. The, I said the waterfall in Canada. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's like right by it. That's exactly it. Um, so that was my number one of the three that I had in World Showcase. Can I say the number? Two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Number two was the little train set that they had in um Germany? Germany, yes. Do you have that one too? That's on his yeah. too. Oh my god. I wish you could see Let's, my phone. Are we gonna get the triple play? Are we gonna get three for three right now? Are you ready? It's Probably. very possible. Um and the okay, so the trains, I love sitting like standing over the bridge and looking at all the little details and intricacies in that little train area. Yeah. Um it's very romantic over there, and in and by O Canada, and then the third one, I'm a little bit tossed between which one I like more, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go with Japan. Brendan. Nope. Nope. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> well, well, out of curiosity, what was the other one? China. Brendan. Nope. Okay. Well, really quiet area in Japan that really nobody ventures into. I think pretty much the entire Japan pavilion, nobody's ever really in there. And it's quaint. It's got nice music. It's very peaceful. They have the little museums. Um, I think, oh, there's two, see, I'm confusing the two museums. Both of those museums are on my list. <laughs> in Japan and in China? In Japan and in China. It's yeah. really both of them. Yeah, those are good choices. Because um, nobody's really there, and you just kind of immerse yourself in the culture. Yeah, I, I highly recommend Exploring World Showcase. There's a lot of really nice nooks and crannies in there. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't even list them all. And a great way to do it, uh, which I don't think they have anymore. It's, yeah, or maybe they do. They is do. Uh, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, because yep. it kind of forces you to be in a country for 30 minutes. It's the length of a, of a um, Phineas and Ferb episode, basically. And it 
says asks you to go from one place to the other in a country and you spend 30 minutes in a country so it's a great way to explore in an interactive way yeah um but just exploring is is a great way to do that for me i would have said morocco oh yeah just walking around morocco from a from a oh you're right i should have said morocco no i mean all all the countries are are great at epcot um for exploring we thought we started with with epcot um with epcot with mexico that's true Mm -hmm. um (laughs) So for mine, I, I know we, we're, we're avoiding like paid experiences, but I'm going to go to a paid experience for this one uh, just to throw one in there because I feel like it is a romantic thing to do at Disney. And that is to enjoy the Senses Spa at either Saratoga Springs or at the Grand Floridian um, because, you know, as the, the formal names for them at Disney are the Disney, uh, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa or Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa. Um, so visiting the spot, either one of those places, if you whether get like a couple's massage or completely individualized massages, um, but it's a great way to do something that is uh, very much away from the crowds. Did we do that? You did that. I actually okay. have not gotten... <laughs> it's, it, it's on my list of things to do at Disney. I have not gotten a massage. You had a girl's day at the spa. Oh, that was... Sweet. I went to Epcot. That was lovely. Yeah. Very romantic with me and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it can be a romantic activity. It's great for individuals who just want to get away from everything and have a relaxing element of the vacation with those little spa treatments. But I think it's a great couple's romantic yeah. activity as well i agree i highly recommend that yeah mm-hmm. we've you... actually talked about that but we've you never done should. it you no. should yeah how was your experience <laughs> at the census spa you were in saratoga springs right at saratoga springs yeah. the spa over there that was the second greatest spa ever and i go to mm-hmm. i go to spas more often than he does at least that's for sure <laughs> but the my my absolute the favorite spa best spa i ever went to was at um in Las Vegas. So that one was crazy. Was it at the Wynn? Yes. Yes, the Wynn. That one was crazy spa. They had like five different types of water showers. They had the waterfall shower, the rain shower, the um, sideways shower, and then the regular shower. <laughs> and then they had two different pools, jacuzzi. It was crazy. And it was grand, very grand. But the one at Saratoga Springs was more quaint and very peaceful very secluded like you didn't really see too many people in there with you it was very quiet very peaceful i'm gonna throw another idea at disney i want to see a a, a really like intricately themed spa at disney's animal kingdom lodge Ooh, i feel like they could go all out amazing. with that mm-hmm. i feel like they could go all out with that yeah you yeah. you got to try the couple's massage at the spa in saratoga springs though it, it's was, probably one of our biggest regrets that we did not do it in Aulani. Ooh. I would say it's one of my biggest regrets. Yeah, that's that a place I would have done it. We didn't. Disney is Disney. You have many more opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Um, Catherine, how many do you have left on your list? I, I think I have two, maybe. Two? Yes, I have two. All right. So I, I think... Brendan, you have two as well, or do you have three? Um, I basically have one, and then I can just like <laughs> do my honorable mentions type stuff. And okay, so let's let's go to our top one or two then for like a final round. So, Catherine, what are your the two on your list? And you could do it in either order. So I'd say my last two 
um, would be Cinderella's wishing well next to the castle, just because I think that's just the cutest little spot. I mean, it's just perfect. It's out of a storybook. Um, and then my top one is just watching the fireworks. Um, I vividly remember, I think it was the first time that we went to Disney World together, just like standing there and watching the fireworks. And I think that's when I realized, like, I have to get engaged here someday. Like, this is the greatest place on earth. Like, I love it. (laughs) So so fireworks are a must, a must do. Yes. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, it's, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention fireworks in front of Cinderella Castle as a romantic spot. Mm-hmm. Cinderella Castle in general, especially because of you two, or for you two, is a romantic spot, given your story. But for couples in general, it's a very romantic place to be. And fireworks just adds to it. Every you know, yeah. nothing, nothing beats Disney fireworks when it comes to... And music when it comes to romance. So, Sure. Um, Brenda, what's your last one, or honorable mention in your last one? Uh, so my honorable mention, the two that you, that Joanna, you did not say from world showcase that I had on my list were the courtyard in Italy, just kind of sitting at a bench Mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. The hedge maze in the UK pavilion. Oh, that's Um, a great one. Back behind there. Yeah. But then my number one top one is the obvious one. (laughs) The individual spot is right next to partner statue. Um, because it's where we got engaged, but I also think yeah. at any time of day, whether you're watching fireworks or you're just there, it's it's kind of you can see all the different lands. You can have a great view of Cinderella's castle. It's just uh, my favorite spot in all of the parks. Yeah. Wow. I could see. I just met you, Brennan. I can tell that you have like the Walt heart, <laughs> and that's so sweet. Because to see the partner statue right by Castle is just so iconic and perfect. Oh, that's so good. That's such a good one. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, Joanna, what are your last one or two? Well, I I just thought of one, and it was something that we we did recently. Just the last one is the fire pit inside of where were we oh my gosh recently uh, the animal kingdom lodge yes the animal kingdom lodge that's a great answer there was a fire pit it was inside in the jumbo house yeah in the jumbo house basically everybody can just sit around the fire they got cozy chairs there you could bring your blanket if you want and you just sit there and you smell the fire you feel the fire you hear the music that was so peaceful and so romantic. And you can even bring your uh, adult or child's beverage from Victoria Falls just down the mm. stairs. You can, yeah. To enjoy with you. Um, but I love that. I, I really I wanted to stay there. Like I just wanted to sleep in that spot now that you reminded me. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. It was my first time actually sitting by that fire pit. So I agree. I highly recommend it. That was so romantic. Yeah. Um, I have two, uh, one that I didn't, I I had a lot of backups, but I'll just go with the ones that are my prime list. So one that is, I'll start with the other gated paid experience and then I'll go to one that you don't have to pay, (laughs) um, beyond, you know, the park tickets. So the paid one to get into is wild Africa Trek. Um, I think wild Africa Trek in general is a great experience for anybody to do. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You get to navigate through Kilimanjaro safaris on foot, which is something you otherwise would not be able to do. I could tell you that prior to doing the Wild Africa Trek, even having worked there for eight plus months, 
I had never walked on the grounds of Kilimanjaro safaris um, outside of the load and unload area. So even for me, having worked there, it was a unique experience. Um, but the romantic spot in particular is you dine in the Wild Africa Trek in the middle of the savanna. Um, you're in this sort of uh, elevated... Hut. Hut. That's a good word to use. It's elevated hut. Um, and there's a, a fenced-off area. And even there's giraffes in that area, but they won't come directly over to you. They're, they can't get that close to you, but uh, they can get pretty close. And you literally have the best view of the savanna. It's the... You can see from there, like, the giraffes, the wildebeest, the Ancoli cattle, the elephants the other way, the pinkback pelicans. I'm oh, sorry, not the pinkback pelicans, the flamingos, not the pinkback pelicans. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm ready forgetting which birds there are. Um, it's only been, like, 10 It's only years. been, like, it's going to be 12 in May. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so it is 12, actually, I by the time this episode comes out. I can't out. believe you forgot about I know. the flamingos. I know. Um, <laughs> but that spot in particular, between the food, the ambiance, the view, I, I love that spot. So that's sort of my my second to last. My last answer is a very general answer. It's not a particular spot. It's more of a particular time anywhere. And that is any Disney park in the evening. Um, I love the lighting at Disney. It's beautiful during the day, but it is very romantic. It's a lot of fun, but it's also very romantic at night. I think the Magic Kingdom especially takes on a whole new... I didn't want to say light, but that's a little too literal. It takes on a whole different personality in the evening. And um, especially like Adventureland is just, it's so dark in the evening. It's so much fun to walk around. Frontierland is the same way. Um, Fantasyland is very magical in the evening. Tomorrowland is my favorite at night. Um, and the same thing at Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, any park at night is super romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a whole lot of fun in the evening. So some of my best memories are in the evenings at uh, at the parks, just for that ambiance. Yeah. That's a great answer. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do when you put these podcasts up on YouTube? You should do, like, slideshow pictures as you're talking about things <laughs> to show the experience and what it would look like. Or take it a step further. <laughs> Let's go down there and film everything we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And give another we're reason. Down. To go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to yeah, a whole new whole new Disney vlog. But I like the the idea of a slideshow. Yeah. I have probably have the pictures of all these things except the spa. Except it's on the spa. Yeah, you can't really take pictures in there. Yeah. The outside. I'll take a picture of the outside. This is the place you should go into. Um, but Brendan and Catherine, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, I. Thought it would be enjoyable to hear, again, your thoughts, since especially you had proposed there. Um, thanks for, Joanna, to for coming on to the show as well, especially um, we weren't sure if we could have you on the show today, so yeah, you hadn't I'm formally happy. prepared a list ahead of time, That's but okay. I thought you had great answers. Um, sort of uh, thinking like 20 minutes before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, but for those listening who don't already subscribe to Detour to Neverland, I know there are listeners who do because I talked to them, but... Where can listeners find more about Detour to Neverland? Yeah, so you can find um, us, of course, on all of the major podcast platforms. You can also find us. We spend most of our time on Instagram as far as social media. So you can find us there at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast. We also put all of our episodes up online at Detour to Neverland dot com. Easy to remember. Detour to Neverland. I'll put the notes in the 
I'll put the links in the show notes below as well. Um, but yeah, thank you both again for coming on to the Imagine Your Podcast. And I think we'll have to have you back on again, especially if we do a top 10 proposal <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> proposal spots. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for having us. We had a blast. Anytime. Same here. that we close out episode 48 of the imagineer podcast i hope you enjoyed listening to our suggestions for the most romantic spots at walt disney world to enjoy your time together as a couple i of course want to give a special thanks once again to my significant other to my wife joanna for being a part of this podcast episode as we mentioned we've been going to walt disney world together as a couple for about a decade now and always enjoy going to these spots we always have a blast together and uh, of course when you add in these particular locations it adds an element of romance to the equation as well and i want to give a thanks to brendan and Catherine wright of the detour to neverland podcast for bringing their opinions to this show and their proposal story as well it has been long overdue for me to bring them onto the show and thanks to both of you uh, for coming onto the Imagineer podcast and sharing your opinions with us. For those of you listening, be sure to subscribe to the Detour to Neverland podcast. I'll be sure to include the links that you can find in the show notes below so you can check them out on their podcast and all their social media channels as well. And of course, I want to hear from you. What are your favorite romantic spots at Walt Disney World? You can send me your responses in so many different ways. You can send me a direct message on any of our social media channels, including Facebook and Instagram. You can find me there at Imagineer Podcast. You can also send me a tweet or a direct message at Imagineer Audio, which is the Twitter handle you can message. You can send me an email at ImagineerPodcast at gmail.com. should also mention that you can join our Facebook community and leave your thoughts there, which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community, which you can find by going to facebook.com slash groups slash Imagineer Podcast. And you can leave us a voicemail by calling our listener voicemail hotline, which is 516-406-8376. If you leave us a voicemail there, I would love to play your feedback on a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast. And of course, speaking of our podcast, if you haven't already, I would encourage you to hit that subscribe button so that you are the first to know when new podcast episodes become available. And we're in so many different podcast channels for you to enjoy. You can subscribe to us in iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher. No matter what your favorite podcast app is, we are there for you to enjoy. And again, I would hit that subscribe button when you get the chance. More importantly, one of the best things you can do 
for the show is to share it. Whether you share out your favorite episode, the podcast as a whole, or your favorite piece of content on our Facebook page, Instagram page, on our Twitter page, no matter what you share, whether you share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories in an Instagram or Facebook post, on Twitter, direct message, text message, email, phone call, in person, no matter what you do to share out the show, it is one of the best things you can do to help our community and to help it to continue to grow. And if you want to do something to help the podcast a step further, I would encourage you to leave us a rating and a review in the iTunes store, which does so much to help us grow on iTunes. So be sure to leave us a rating. And if you have another minute or two, we'd love for you to leave your feedback in a review, which I will take the opportunity to read on a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. And if you want to take your love of the Imagineer podcast to the next level, I would encourage you to head to patreon.com slash Imagineer podcast to learn about, about our VIP membership options, which gives you the opportunity to get some extra special perks and rewards in return for as little as a dollar a month goes to help our show and again gets you some exclusive rewards, including monthly video calls with other VIP members, access to a private Facebook group, early access to every podcast episode and bonus episodes that I'll be throwing in for VIP members only. So you can learn more about that at patreon.com slash imagine your podcast. I also want to give a special thanks to Justin Braz, who is one of our new Imagine Your Podcast Sorcerer VIPs. Justin, thank you so much for helping to support the show. And I am so looking forward to chatting with you in our VIP group. As always, last but not least, I want to remind you that it is always possible to go after your dreams, to create happiness for yourself. I hope you're doing everything you can to surround yourself with positivity and to go after your goals and your dreams. And I always want you to remember that amazing quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much as always for listening to the show and we'll see you again in a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast. folks. Remember me? Cricket's the name. Jiminy Cricket. And you know, there's nothing more special than spending time with family and friends, especially in such a magical place. Speaking of magical, tonight, under the twinkling stars, a magical gathering's about to begin. You and I will wish upon a star. And sure as my name's Cricket, you'll see that wishes can come true. If you believe in them, that is. So gather up your friends and family. It's almost time for the magic to begin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just 10 minutes, the Magic Kingdom will proudly present Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams. Featuring Jiminy Cricket and friends, the magic begins in just 10 minutes. Thank you.
Damas, caballeros y niños, en solo 10 minutos, Magic Kingdom tendrá el honor de presentar Wishes, a Magical Gathering of Disney Dreams, con Pepito Grillo y sus amigos. La magia empieza en solo 10 minutos. Gracias.